Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. the Stable Genius and Vocal Minority of the Fantasy Sports Network. And this is another episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. We are inside Studio 34, rockin' Riley's big show for you today because NFL names are going across the board, left and right, and we're going to break it down. I am honored and overjoyed and glad to be joined by my man FSWA basketball writer of the year Benny Riccardi is in the building with us all episode long how you feeling Benny I'm just here so I don't get fined look at beast moding it up left and right listen Benny sometimes with the luck of the draw you happen to just be on on a great day and there are so many uh, names moving left and right in the NFL, I think what we should do is maybe give people a little bit of a preview because some people are in dynasty leagues, mm. you know, where you could trade people in the off season. It's true, and this is this is where you get into a better situation, a worse situation, and you could really take advantage of some people this week. Well, the best part about this is we were talking as we were about to come on the air. Yeah. That I'm talking making, about a lot of things. Well, that's true. But I have been making NBA lineups for the last hour, so I don't even know all these news. Okay. So you guys out there watching on Twitch and Twitter and all these yes, wonderful new everywhere. things that they do in the studio now. Yes. Listen, Benny was you here know. back in the old days. We're under the tent. Yes. Remember when we were yes, under we the were. tent, Danny? Uh, we were we were down there. Listen, well, we now I affectionately call the fourth floor now the fantasy mm-hmm. pit of misery. Dilly dilly, oh, dilly to dilly. everybody. Neither of these is a Bud Light, but that's okay. If they want to sponsor the show, holler at your boy at Spittin' Speeds. How do we find you on Twitter? Yeah, at uh, BennyR11. Yes, at BennyR11, at Spittin' Speeds, if you want to get it down. So here's what we're going to do. Because you're catching up, right? Okay. We're going to give you some of these signings, real live reaction. All right. Okay, real live reaction. It's almost like we should have uh, something like you maybe hold up yay or nay or something like this. This is Vikings quarterback day. Okay. Benny, I'm telling you, basically everybody, the, the headlines, all the quarterbacks really have to do with the Minnesota Vikings. We have a lot of traveling going around. Kirk Cousins has decided it looks like he is going to sign with the Minnesota Vikings on a three-year, $86 million, check this out, fully guaranteed deal. And I think this could be the wave of the future, right? I don't need this six-year, seven-year thing. I don't need $150 million. Give it to me fully guaranteed in yeah. the NFL, which I hear is a violent game these days yeah that's I, I mean again if you're Kirk Cousins right now you are the hot commodity this yeah. offseason I mean any team in the league that's looking for a quarterback you are the number one name on their mm-hmm. list including 
of our like team. Fans, including Absolutely. Us, but know. if you're Kirk Cousins, why go to the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 when you maybe have, you know, your boy Quincy Enumwa coming back? We were talking about Robbie and his exploits. Oh, um, or... Or you can go up to Minnesota where you have a top three defense. You have Stefan. Can you digs it? You have Adam. I got a feeling. And uh, see, like he hasn't that. been around like for a I while, like guys. Yeah, New like nicknames that. for him, right? And you go right into that situation. Mm-hmm. Ready made. I would do that. I take less money. I, I don't care. I mean, you didn't even mention the, all the running backs they have. In they got Dalvin I mean, Cook coming back. That's it. I mean, he was a. St- People don't realize he was a stud at the beginning of the year. They did what they did without him for most of the season. So here's the thing. Here's the question, though. Kirk Cousins. We all love Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins, right? But his play is what well, if we're talking like PFF it's like you know 82 something like that that's what they were getting out of Case Keenum now do I think Case Keenum could have done that every single year and replicate that probably not mm-hmm. but how much of an upgrade really is Kirk Cousins oh. off of what you were actually getting week in week out for Case Keenum I know that was maybe mm-hmm. fool's gold but what you were actually getting last year I mean that's it's a tough question because what we're doing is we're we're really taking the best of Case Keenum like, that was the best of yes. Case Keenum. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that he can't maybe repeat that at some point in time. I'd be saying it. I don't know that he can. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and, and say this. What I, Kirk Cousins last year, with how much things fell apart with that Washington team, yeah. he carried that offense by himself. I mean, you think at the beginning of the season, who were the two weapons that everybody was talking about? Terrell Pryor. And how did that work out? Not so good. And then tight end was the other guy who was highly Mr. Drafted, Glass. And he missed almost half the season. Like he always does. So you take those two guys off of the offense, and they still had a pretty good offense last year. All right, but that was because Chris Thompson comes absolutely out of nowhere. I'll tell you what, I do love I do okay. love Jameson Crowder with a little dink and dunk for uh, Alex. But, but again, next, next who year. makes when you have those guys that are catching the short passes like that, the Jameson Crowder, the the running backs <laughs> right. stuff out of there. That's more on a, on a quarterback. That's more on a quarterback making those decisions and checking down to those guys and making the right calls. I don't think people realize how good Kirk Cousins is. All right, so you think this puts Minnesota in the catbird seat in the NFC? I do. Okay. I, I, I mean, this is like this is a big deal. Like this is. I put agree. It this way. Listen, if he ha- would have went to the Jets, I think the Jets would have seen a huge step up in improvement, even with the horrible pieces that they were going to be putting around them. That's how good I think Cousins is. Okay. And you're not putting him on a team like the Jets. You're putting him no, on a team. No, you're putting on a team with a great defense, with an ascending offensive line. We talked about Cook. We talked yep. about the weapons. Kyle Rudolph, the red zone reindeer, mm-hmm. in fact, as well. But listen, that's not... He talks about the Jets. We're talking about Minnesota. Let's talk about all of these quarterbacks, okay? Case Keenum, not to be outdone. He's going to the Denver Broncos, it looks like, okay? Manny Sanders, mm-hmm. Demarius Thomas there. They apparently do not believe in Paxton Lynch. They do not believe in Trevor Simeon. It looks like John Elway has his man in Case Keenum. Remember, um, Kubiak and him were together in the Houston days mm-hmm. together, so they know each other. Do you think that's a good fantasy spot for Case Keenum? I think it's a good NFL spot. I don't know about it. could a be man- a better NFL yeah, quarterback it, than fantasy, I mean, again, right? you know, when you look at – it's one thing when you had Peyton Manning there, but, I mean, for the most part, this Denver Broncos team wants to rely on their defense and mm-hmm. they want to run the football. So when you're talking about fantasy upside, I think, put it this way, I think like you were talking about, Keenum went from a great place in Minnesota where he had right. wide receivers. Tight. He had weapons at every he position. He still has you wide receivers, though, in Denver. He does, but... DT, Manny not, Sanders? Again, it's, it's, not, it's, it's more just the fact of the way that they play offense, though. Like, Minnesota, Minnesota can throw the ball or run the ball, right. and they play at a higher tempo. 
Denver doesn't want to do that. Denver just wants to slow games down. Denver, what Denver's asking Case Keenum to do is actually more what he does well. Right. They're asking him manage the manage game, the not game. turn exactly. the ball and, and, and over. This is not. I hate when people say that like it's a bad. No, thing. it's not a bad thing, it's especially not. when you have a Denver defense. Yes. Especially when you have a Minnesota defense. Yes. Especially when you have a Jacksonville defense mm-hmm. potentially. Mm-hmm. I was saying, although it's not going to happen, I would have loved to see Denver go ahead and get Tyrod Taylor, a quarterback mm-hmm. who does not turn the ball over, because yeah. that's all you're really asking them and, to do in that spot. And he can extend drives with his legs on Could third have. down, which he, is, you know, when you have a good defense, what you really want to do when you have a good defense, you want to hold the ball on offense mm-hmm. to let your defense rest. And because, you want the clock to run. Yes, because if you can get that defense on the field fresh, they're always going to wind up doing something good for you. Absolutely. Not to be outdone. Yet another Vikings quarterback we're breaking down here on the Fantasy Freestyle, on the Fantasy Sports Network, which boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, and Benny Riccardi. I used to call him the 1099G because he had to declare all of his winnings, had to declare going to the home run derby. You saw probably the first and only Aaron Judge home run derby. Really? Uh, yeah, he said he's not doing it anymore. He hey. said it uh, contributed to his little shoulder, his second okay. half, and that's understandable. And yeah, you know but what? you get that's... to see you got to see history. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I got to he... ask you about how that looked a little bit later. Yeah, on, my uh, my son is a huge Aaron Judge fan. Like, I, listen, I would be too. And, you know. I would be too if yeah. I was if I was your son. Did I, did have I to go into you, the... Did I ever tell you the story about when we went to the uh, the playoff game? No. All right. So my, I take my kids to the playoff game. Right. I bought. We're covering three sports today. Oh yeah, on the we're, we're, we're going to talk about pig pot. We're going to talk about all about sorts of crazy women's so, skeleton coming up next. Anyway, we go to the game. The first game they come back in the Cleveland series, down 2-0, all that stuff, right? So I said, oh no, no, we went to the second game because I had the tickets for game four. So I was like, damn, they better win game. They got to make it. <laughs> so they right. won game three, right? So we go to we go to game four, and we sat. You know where the, you know the judges chambers, the chambers. And they got yeah, 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 up there. We're so, still going to have to split now with Stanton like half the time. That's true, but you know what? Got to figure it that's out. That's a good problem to have as a Yankees fan. I'm not. I'm not worried <laughs> about this at all. Sure. So anyway, um, what I what I decided to do because we went to a game earlier in the year. He actually got me tickets for for Father's Day, and we sat kind of close. Very to, nice. Kind of close to where Judge was. Very and all nice. That. I remember that. I saw pictures yeah. on the social so, media. So what I noticed is after every inning, and this is why I love Aaron Judge. On top, he of the gives fact the ball that he's a great to the baseball kids. player. Not only does he give the ball every inning to a fan, he gives it to a kid. A kid. Every single inning, he gives the ball to a kid, which I think is the like the cool more yeah, athletes absolutely. should do this. The coolest thing in the world. Cam Newton gives footballs to kids all and, the time. And again, for all the things that people hate Cam for, that's the one thing that whenever somebody starts starts knocking Cam, yep. they're like, "But he hashtag gives, all yeah. quarterbacks matter." That's go true. Ahead. So anyway, we're sitting in the first row under the the judges' chamber. So first inning, they're throwing the ball out before the inning. You know, they're playing catch. The inning ends. So he starts walking over towards where we're standing. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to come get this ball to my son right now. So he walks right over, puts the ball right in my son's glove. Oh, biggest that's awesome. Smile. Dude, it was a great dad moment. Like, that's biggest awesome. smile in the world. Kid still tells the story today. So oh. it, was, it was, like, absolutely perfect. So as far as I'm concerned, if I ever see Aaron Judge anywhere, his meal is free. His beers are free. All rise. His you got to come on by, Aaron Judge. You come on by Rock and Riley's and Benny Ricciardi has some chicken fingers on you. Listen, not to be outdone, let's go back to the quarterbacks. Go ahead. All right. Sam Bradford signs with the Arizona Cardinals. Check this out. Replacing the retired Carson Palmer. He gets a one-year, $20 million deal. Now, here's my thing. I have a two-part question for you on this. One, if you go ahead and get Sam Bradford, my question is, what else are you doing? Because you know mm-hmm. Sam Bradford's not playing 16 games that for you. True. They're probably going to wind up drafting a quarterback, maybe. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Maybe someone who even falls in the second round. Mm-hmm. Have maybe a guy like Falk or a guy like Rudolph, something like that. Mm-hmm. And have, you know, um, the mentor in Sam Bradford, right? But here's the other thing. 
If you're Larry Fitzgerald, why are you coming back? Why are you coming back? What do you have to prove? And now when they're kind of trying to reset this organization, listen, Benny, the Rams ascending in that division. True. The Niners ascending in that Very division. True. What are you going to do trying to hit the reset button with the Cardinals? You only have one or two years left, if that anyway. Why are you agreeing to come back to this team when you could have wrote your ticket and been the new slot receiver in New England or otherwise? Well, I mean, he could have, honestly, he can still play. So he could have yeah. been a new slot receiver in a lot of places. So he I, had his pick of, of where he so wanted to go. So why go back to Arizona in the early part of the cycle? They're clearly you know, I mean, rebuilding. Some, the, the thing that we always look at it from a, a sports perspective. Okay. But you never know. I mean, he could have he could have his family down there, his kids. I mean, I'm a father now. You have your kids in school and stuff. Like, it's not easy to just pick everybody up and move somewhere else. Also, Larry Fitzgerald is that kind of guy who, like, when he – commits to a team and he wants to be a part of a team and he's and he's helping to build sure, a team. Sure, he'll have that lifetime contract That's kind what of I'm thing. saying. Like his number's going to get retired sure. in Arizona. He'll be in the Ring of Honor be, all that you know, good stuff. He's never going to pay for a beer. And you think that matters? Athlete. You think that matters more than maybe potentially chasing the championship in the last years of your career? Like let's say he go he could have gone, you know, to uh mm-hmm. the Saints, right. to the to the Patriots, right. a team like that. So let me throw this question back at you because we do this all the time when guys do this. You know, all right, that's what we're doing. What guys talking about jumping, stuff for jumping to the Warriors? Okay? Right, right. So if you're going to knock guys who jump to a contender to get a, you know, the Gary Payton loan at the end of the, their careers, if you're going to knock guys for jumping to a team to try to get a ring, then shouldn't we be celebrating Larry Fitzgerald for not jumping to another team and sticking with where he was? I mean, it, it's a double-edged sword because I hear you. you got people on one end and people on the other end. I hear are, you, so I am convinced. Now, Aaron Judge or Larry Fitzgerald, if you come by, Larry Fitzgerald, we will get you a drink as well. Dilly dilly. Uh, um, check this out. Let's talk about the Jets a little bit more because the Jets are apparently making moves with their, you know, 90 million some odd dollars in cap space. I actually, listen, we were talking before down in the pit of misery Mm -hmm. um, about how we agree that the way you construct the team is you let the quarterback be the last piece. Yes. Right? You're building, say, the offensive line. You're building the D-line. You're building your, your young secondary, you know, that sort of thing. And then you drop in the quarterback. We're both Jets fans. So I'm actually glad that they didn't spend the $30 million a year on a guy like Kirk Cousins, okay? I actually want to see them go ahead and maybe take Teddy Bridgewater, who's a guy who's only 25 years old, Mm -hmm. right, who they could still develop. And then McCown is still... You know, this kind of bridge, serviceable, one-year kind of thing. And yeah. I don't even think that precludes them from drafting a quarterback at six. Mm-hmm. I think they could still get a, a Teddy Bridge, uh, excuse me, a uh, Baker Mayfield at six. I do not want Allen. I do not want Rosen. But if Darnold yeah. or Mayfield are there, I'd be okay with that. I mean, again, if we're going off of what we were talking about downstairs. And I mean, just yeah. to fill everybody else who was You still got to develop the quarterback, though, right? You know, the cheap quarterback, no? I mean, see, here's the deal. And we were talking about the Cleveland Browns, which is how this whole started. Yeah. This whole thing started. Yeah. And how they, you know, basically cut the legs out of the people who were there who were trying to build Doing stuff. Doing the and, money ball status ways, yeah. Exactly. But the way they were going about doing it was the analytical way of going about building a right. team. The Basically what... And again, we talked about the Indianapolis Colts because they were the kind of the counter to this whole situation. The way that, you know, analytical people tell you you should build a team is to get all the pieces all around first, and then the last piece you put in is the quarterback. And the reason for that is because basically contract size. Sure. You know, we just talked about, you know, Kirk Cousins just signed for 
guaranteed $86 million, Think about the recent Seattle Seahawks run. They were able to do that because Russell Wilson was on and, this cheap rookie deal. And that's exactly— And that's how they were able to pay. That's Originally, exactly. they were able to pay the whole defense and Bennett yep. and go out there. Yep. But now Russell got his money. Now you see them the end of an era for the Legion well, of look Boom. Look what just happened to them. They had to let Richard Sherman go. Exactly. Why did they let him go? I mean, obviously, they had he's, to flip, he's yeah. down a little bit. They had bit, to flip Michael Bennett. You don't have the money to, to, exactly. to fit him in there anymore. And that's— the same argument that people are making with the Indianapolis Colts is they got rid of Peyton Manning, so you went ahead and you the first piece of their rebuild was Andrew Luck. We're going to go get our quarterback of the future for the rebuild. Right. But when you do that and you have to pay this guy so much money four years down the road, like you said, you don't have money for anybody for else. Anybody else. So that's and you're going to get him killed. Yeah, and you're going to get him killed. I mean, that's the argument that people are making about why you go. Because let's say you build a whole team and your whole team is good. And then you go, and again, you have to hit on the quarterback. Like, you know, if you go and you draft a guy and he winds up not being no, good, you have to hit, right? that's a problem. But if you go and you get a Carson Wentz, the Eagles are going to be good for another four right. or five and they years. Can, and the savings that they're getting at that position, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. they have 10 defensive linemen yep. that they can go after yep. the quarterback with as well. That's where you can get Alshon Jeffrey. You could do all that, what yep. they did with their running back position last uh, last yep. year as well. Check this out, Benny. Okay, we talked a little bit about the quarterbacks. Drew Brees also signed. We knew that was going to happen. The other thing that I was intrigued about today, and, and, and check this out. We should also put this disclaimer in. This is the new league year is officially tomorrow. All these deals we're hearing about, these are like reported. What we are technically in right now is the legal tampering period where they're allowed to talk, that sort of thing. But these deals are not official until, you know, we still have some potential for DeAndre Jordan and, uh, you know, the Josh McDaniels kind of situation here. But that's what we're reporting to you. I found it interesting that we're hearing a lot of buzz, Benny, about the wide receiver market. Not so much the running backs. You know, you're not hearing mm-hmm. about McKinnon and Lewis and Hyde you're hearing and DeMarco Murray. You're hearing these guys are having suitors and they're going to take visits. That may play out a little bit later on in free agency. But the wide receivers, it sounds like, are coming off the board right away. Check this one out. Sammy Watkins with the Kansas City Chiefs. Three years, $48 million. Three years, $48 million for a guy that can't really stay healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit... I find this curious, to be quite honest. And here's why. Isn't Tyreek Hill the deep threat for the Kansas City Chiefs? Now, I know they Mm -hmm. love Patty Mahomes, Mm -hmm. and he can sling it, right? He can. But don't you kind of still need that underneath uh, target, or is that Travis Kelsey in this offense? Do you like Sammy Watkins for the Chiefs as a weapon for this new Chiefs offense? I mean, again, he's going to be the guy who kind of takes the top off the defense. But that's what Tyreek Hill does. But is it? Because if you look at Tyreek Hill's... A lot of bubble screens, well, end around. If you look at Tyreek Hill's A dot and the way they used him yeah. this year, okay. it was a lot more of the behind the line of scrimmage right. stuff or a lot more. Their offense is different than a lot of offenses in the league. They do a lot of stuff where they get guys yeah. coming left to right. Horizontal. As to going, yeah, as opposed yep. to going down the field. And they just beat you with their team speed. Like, they just want to get the ball into the playmaker's hands. I mean, you also have, again, you have Travis Kelsey there, who's a, you do. a, a close-up kind of threat. They have the running backs out of Absolutely. the backfield who can make plays. So they do have enough of those guys. I mean, again, if you're, like, if Tyreek Hill was the guy that you're sending on the fly pattern every play, then I'd be like, you got a problem, because now you got two of those guys. Mm-hmm. I think Sammy Watkins is going to be that Is that guy. And you think Tyreek Hill is a, used uh, a whole, the entire route tree. Any way they can use him. To get the ball in his hands because he's that dynamic. All right, fair enough. So listen, it sounds I'm happy then that I have my man Patty Mahomes in the tenth round of a dynasty league. Oh god, yeah, yeah. We flip championships and then you know we retool with a guy like Patty Mahomes. Okay, comparatively speaking, check this out. Sammy Watkins got three years, forty-eight million. Okay, 
AR-15. Allen Robinson is expected mm-hmm. to sign with the Chicago Bears three years, $42 million, $6 million less than Sammy Watkins. This confused me. If you ask me right now which wide receiver I think is just flat out better, for me, it's Allen Robinson. And to be quite honest, it's not even close. Allen Robinson is that outside mm-hmm. X receiver that can mm-hmm. go up and get it. Mm-hmm. I understand he's coming off... The ACL surgery, mm. but to me, he's still a better the injury risk compared to Sammy Watkins. I think the Bears got a nice little deal here: three years, forty-two million to get a big target for Mitch Trubisky. What do you think? Yeah, I I actually love this deal. I mean, this reminds me of fantasy football every year, where Sammy Watkins always goes in the second or third round, right? And people keep paying for the. Potential, paying for the potential, paying for the potential. At some point, you got to stop paying for the potential. You got to pay for the production. Listen, and the production. We've seen Allen Robinson make Blake Bortles look good. We've seen (laughs) Allen Robinson make Christian Hackenberg look good. Are you kidding me? I like this. And check this out, Benny. I don't know if you heard this one. The Bears weren't done. Okay, not only, and I think this is very interesting, and I'm going to tie it back to what we were just talking about with the Chiefs, okay? Mm -hmm. Remember, the Bears' new head coach is this guy, Nagy, who was the offensive Mm -hmm. coordinator in Kansas City. The Bears not only get their ex-target, right? They also go out and sign tight end Trey Burton to a four-year, $32 million deal. This is a kid who flashed potential, athleticism, and production whenever Zach Ertz was injured down in Philly, Mm -hmm. right? And now... Now, I talk about how Nagy was with the Chiefs. Could you see Burton being a sleeper this year, playing the Kelsey role in that Nagy offense, developing? Think about it. You talked about like the Tyreek Hill, what they like to do there. I submit to you Tariq Cohen. You talk about the outside wide receiver that they have. I submit to you Allen Robinson. You talk about what Travis Kelsey can do. I submit to you now Trey Burton. Jordan Howard in the backfield as well. Could the Bears offense, you know, get them out of the cellar in the NFC North? Out of the cellar, yes. To the top, definitely not. And here's a big so reason why. So who are they why. ahead of, though, in the NFC North? Well, here's the, here's the biggest reason why. All right? I don't know if Trubisky's going to wind up being a good quarterback or not. He may. He may. I'm, I'm not. I'm, it's too early for me to make that sure. call. I hate when people make a call on a guy after seeing him play like ten games. And I mean, we didn't even see this kid play a whole season yet, right? But I think what a lot of people don't realize is we were talking about game managers before. Is part of the reason why things worked so well in Kansas City is as much as we hate on him, Alex Smith. And I know, I know our boy and our and, and our uh, boss Mike Cardano here will love hearing me say this. Alex Smith is not as bad a quarterback as people no, make it. Alex Smith, listen, Alex Smith has more wins in the last decade than almost any other quarterback That's in true. the NFL. Alex Smith was the number one overall pick yep. in the NFL draft. Yep. Alex Smith with Urban Meyer, who was undefeated mm-hmm. in like the early incarnations of the BCS with yep. a non-major school in Utah. And who was he drafted ahead of? What other quarterback? You, a lot. But Tell what me. other quarterback that in that year? Ooh, you don't remember this? Which year is that? That was like 05? Guy, he fell into the late 20s. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, sir. Aaron Aaron Rodgers Rodgers was sitting in the green room there with Alex Smith already long gone at the parties. Yep, yep. That's interesting. That's interesting. Check it out. This is how we do it right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Dane Martinez with Benny Riccardi hanging in with us, FSWA Basketball Writer of the Year. And here's what I want to tell you about. Benny tells you what to do in DFS every single day. What you need to do 
do is take that and go on over to our friends at www.fantasyfactor.com. Fantasy Factor is the perfect daily fantasy site for the casual recreational player. They have flatter prize pools, smaller fields, and single entry contests. I was talking with Benny before. Listen, you got these sharks out there, 100 lineups a day. They have their algorithms, right? That's not what you want to do. You have a, you want to have a real chance, especially if you're dipping your toe in the water. Go on over to fantasyfactor.com and they're doing NHL and NBA free rolls every single week. It is a free entry. Just sign up and enter www.fantasyfactor.com. And what you could also do is get Benny's insight every day. You give an NBA DFS articles every day. How can yep. we read your work, Benny? Yeah, you can uh, You can find me over at uh, Fantasy Guru Elite. Yeah, um, buddy. You know, just follow us over at Guru Elite on Twitter. Um, every day you get a podcast from me in the morning, breaking down all the games, all the matchups, everything, you know, all my thoughts. And then later on in the day, I usually come out with a cash game article for, you know, those who play over mostly on DraftKings, but it works for, fa- for FanDuel too. You just got to adjust the prices a little bit. No problem. You know, sometimes they're fit a it in that budget. You just got to fit it in the budget. But yeah. I mean, Hey, it's uh, you know, it's what I've been doing for a couple of years. They uh, apparently think I'm pretty good at it. They gave me an award for it at all. Yeah, they so, got to what? Listen, you know. listen, you guys know if you're part of the stats overbeat cipher here with the fantasy freestyle, you know that I was a best rate radio show finalist for the FSWA and you know it's a joy to be nominated this guy over here actually wins FSWA awards and he's like Adam Schefter right now on his phone it don't matter we got moves happening I want to ask you real quick Betty before we get into basketball the Cleveland Browns making moves huh yeah they're going Tyrod Taylor Okay, Jarvis Landry I like at wide receiver. You you got Josh Gordon there as yep. well. Uh, they could go a guy like Saquon Barkley in the backfield. Still get another quarterback. Mm-hmm. Do you think they are on the upswing? We were talking about how building them up, trying to build it the right way. At some point, you have to spend that draft capital, yeah, right? Well, and they did so by acquiring players mm-hmm. with some of these picks. They're stacked up here. Where do you think they go? Yeah, I mean, they got they still have two. I think they have two of the top 5, right? First Yeah, and they're one and year. four. They're yeah. one so, and four. So I mean, you got to think they're going to take and they have Tyrod now at quarterback. They do have Tyrod. I think they will wind up taking a quarterback with one of those two picks. Okay. Um they let Isaiah Crowell go. He signed, did. by the way, with the New York Jets. That is Jets breaking here oh, on the great. Fantasy Freestyle. You got a three-year deal. Isaiah Crowell. Awesome. Ooh. Two and a half yards and run into the line of scrimmage. So yeah. I get to watch that for the next three years as a Jets fan. That's oh, it's like going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be so awesome, Benny. It's going to be so awesome. I can't can't wait. Looking forward to it. But um, here's the thing. If you have Josh Gordon, mm-hmm. Corey Coleman, Jarvis Landry, Weapons. David Njoku. Weapons. You get a guy like Tyrod who can make di- – Dynamic with his legs as well. Doesn't yep. turn the ball over much. They had a decent offensive line. Better we know decent. they have a, better than decent. They yeah. have a good offensive line. Mm-hmm. Zeigler, obviously Joe Thomas. You put a kid like Saquon Barkley in that backfield, and all of a sudden you have a dynamic offense. Yeah, I said it. Cleveland Browns would have a dynamic offense. Yeah, and they could still at four draft a quarterback. Yes, that they groom as for, you know for later on down the road. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Would I mean, you like I Saquon Barkley, Josh Gordon, Jarvis Landry as your tools? Hey, I, I mean, that's a heck of a group of skill position players that you can put in there. Now, the real question I have, though, is what they're going to do on the other side of the ball. Like, are they still going to have my they're boy give Jabril, up 31 Jabril points Peppers, my, my Jersey He's a boy playing 35 yards behind He doesn't, have a, behind he doesn't the, uh, have a position. He's know, a chess have, piece. That's what yeah, they call I have, I, I don't, I, again, I mean, you know what? Maybe there are some new school things that are beyond my understanding, but... 
I don't know. I mean, if you're playing your safety 25 yards away from the line of scrimmage, he's not going to make many tackles. He's a play so. Unless they're playing Rutgers. If well, they're playing true. Rutgers, yes. then yes, they're fine. That could happen. But. All right, check this out. Here's what we're going to do. In the late week episode of the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to talk a little bit of running back action. Okay, there's a lot of running backs that are out there. The market will be developing over the next couple of days for guys like Carlos Hyde, DeMarco Murray, Deion Lewis, uh, Jarek McKinnon, even the Muscle Hamster. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about some places where I could see those guys going. We'll talk about that. We'll see about any other news as it develops on um, on the wide receiver front, on the quarterback front. All of a sudden, A.J. McCarron might get paid as well. But, Benny, I want to ask you <laughs> about, you know, some of the, the NBA stuff that's going on right now. Let's do it. Okay, because I know, you know, we've had the All-Star game. We got the stretch run going. And I want to ask you, like, last year... When uh, you know when you were doing lineup lock mm-hmm. live with the Tony Sincata, mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook was in the you know in the midst of a triple double, averaging a triple double season, right? Right. Right now, you know when I was doing lineup lock with Tony Sincata, mm-hmm. Anthony Davis is going absolutely mm-hmm. bonkers. Ever since uh, Boogie Cousins has been out, yes. I think Davis is truly averaging something like forty five and fifteen, mm-hmm. something like that. What do you think is more scary on a day to day basis? What was more of a lock? in your lineups on a day-to-day basis. Russell Westbrook last year or Anthony Davis right now? Oh, for me, it was still Russell Westbrook really? last year. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you why. Because, you know, Russell Westbrook is a point guard. And, I mean, this may sound biased as somebody who was obviously short and played point guard when he played basketball. Oh, but you were probably scrappy. But, oh, I was definitely scrappy. I was, I was all the things you say. I was a coach of son. You were I was scrappy. scrappy. I was like, That's you know, right. There's a whole high basketball that, IQ. All, all, all the things they say about Did you have a high players, basketball yeah, IQ? Real, it's through the roof. Yeah, my basketball sure IQ did. was amazing. Yeah. I'm sure you did. You know, all, all those things, are, you know, you heard. But when the ball is in Russell Westbrook's hands, he can affect the game. And, and, and again, I don't want to say, like, Anthony Davis can't affect a game like that. He can absolutely change a game. But... Russell Westbrook has more opportunity to do it because he has a higher usage rate. And usage yeah. rate is basically just a, a fancy way of saying he takes more shots or it accounts for more assists. of the assists that lead to somebody else's shots. Right. Um, but those are also both things that lead to fantasy points. Now, he's probably not going to block as many shots as Anthony Davis. Like, Anthony Davis, 10-block game the other day, triple-double. That's ridiculous. Right. Like that's And especially with the scoring on FanDuel with them giving oh, you yeah. three points for a block. I mean, if you get 10 blocks, like... You know, again, like you could do. You're in the money. If you have a triple double with ten blocks, I think I don't even think it's possible that you could score less than fifty fantasy points. um, I think AD had something like ninety three fantasy points that one night where he had like the forty five, twenty four. Well, here I got here. here, Here's some of his. Here's some of the numbers. What's he doing recently? What do you got? Ten or twelve games here. What's he got? Uh, Let's see. Forty four, seventeen with six blocks, three steals. 38 and 10 rebounds. Uh, 45 and 17. Yeah, 42 and 15. 53 and 18. I mean, mean, come on. Absolutely. The guy's pretty good. He's got some talent. So let me ask you this, though, Benny. You talked about usage rate, Mm -hmm. right? And that is a real key stat. I know I was talking about it all the time with the Tony Sincata. We were breaking down the lineups. And now... What I would want to know, maybe tell some of the people out there listening here, and Stats Over Beat Cypher, injuries play a big part in that. Trades Mm. that have happened play a big part of that. Are there certain guys who you might see who are candidates for their usage rates to go up based on some of the moves that have happened? You know, for example, who goes up in, you know, with the Clippers uh, based on after the Blake Griffin Mm. trade? You go for a guy like Montrez Harrell, Mm. for example. Who goes up in this new Cleveland lineup that they're putting together for shooters and LeBron? Who are some of these guys who stand to all of a sudden grow because of some of the moves that have been made, in your opinion? Well, see, I mean, the good thing about usage rate is it's kind of a... 
You know, it's like when you were in science class when you were a kid, how matter can never be the creator. Or I had Professor Basker, and okay. she gave the same test for the 15 years in a row. Oh, nice. You so we got the back. answers. Nice. And this was back in the day we had beepers, so we yeah. would just string them along, or you could put them in the graphing calculator. You remember the uh, graphing remember the calculator? calculator yes. And you could just put the answers to yep. the test. Yep. Yep. Um, so I don't know what you mean about when I was in yes. science. So either way, class. I mean, basically, the idea is that, you know, just because you take a guy, if you take a guy with a high usage rate off of a team, yeah, somebody else is going to have to fill that, soak yeah. up that usage rate. Uh, yeah. Right, it's like all of a sudden there's some more targets available Absolutely. in wherever you yeah, know. And, and I mean, let's go back even to the off season because this is a, a good example. You talked about Russell Westbrook. Yes. And last year when I said I played Russell, I still would rather play Russell Westbrook 2017 than the current Anthony Davis yeah. as great as he's playing. And the reason for that is you look at the teammates that Russell Westbrook had last year at that point in time, like sure. with, you know, with guys hurt and everything. There, there was nobody else. So he had to go out there every night and put up 35 fantasy points. So you think points. he could trust now a Paul George? Well, now that you have, I mean, we've seen it already. Paul George was a high-usage guy. Carmelo Anthony with the Knicks was a high-usage guy. Right. Well, again, there's still only one ball in OKC. So when you take all these high-usage guys and add them to a team that still has their yeah, high-usage guy in there, everyone has to sacrifice. And what has happened to Russell Westbrook's numbers, as you were, you were mentioning? Yeah. I mean, again, he's not playing bad. It's not like Russell Westbrook all of a sudden is a scrub, mm. but he's not being asked to do everything. Sure. Now, on the flip side, to answer the original question you asked, LeBron James is in the opposite spot. Mm. He lost Kyrie Irving in the offseason. Right. He lost Kevin Love to and an injury. And they're just building the shooters around him. And, and again, they brought in Isaiah Thomas, and they shipped him out of town. Right. So you look right now, LeBron James has a huge usage rate. Because LeBron James is either taking a shot or, like you said, passing it to one of those it shooters out that they got to, to put the over there. for a Rodney Hood for an open three or right. whatever. So that's when you're looking at how things have changed with the trade deadline and with injuries, which is big, too. Like we said, we just talked about Kevin Love. Yeah. Kevin Love is as big a part of this equation. Jimmy Butler as, goes you know, down. All of a sudden, Andrew Wiggins gets shots. Yeah. You know? I mean, even Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague has been playing a lot better since Jimmy Butler so went So you got to look at these you know, injuries and mm-hmm. you got to look at the potential for usage rate. Here's what I want to do. Have a sip of your Amstel Light. You're getting a little hoarse. You haven't been doing the marathon it status to me like all this. The time, you, know? you haven't been doing the marathon status like this in a while. Let me ask you about this. Uh, let's get out of the NBA on some fun. I don't know if you saw this. Okay. One of my favorite players in the NBA, and we talk about him on the Stats Overbeat Cipher right here on the Fantasy Freestyle, is my man Lou Williams. Lou Williams, okay. in like his 13th year, is finally averaging over 20 points a game. Dude should have been an all-star. Yep. But he should have been an all-star for real because do you know that he had two girlfriends? He's public, out with two girlfriends. He calls them brown and blonde. Okay? And this is apparently out there. They hang out together. Get out of here. Okay? No, no, no. Look it up, man. I'm oh telling you. We I'm talked gonna, about this. On. Look it up right now. I'm Lou gonna, Williams. Go Why are you talking? I'm going to go. Look it up. Lou Williams doing his thing. You can see him on Instagram. All three of them together. They hang out. So... What I wanted to do, you, you check out the Lou Williams, and I wanted to ask you your thoughts on this because in the NBA, they got all these badges and, and um, advertisements now on the jerseys, right? Mm. All these different sponsors. And so the Clippers, they have they have a – oh, you're seeing some things? Lou, Lou Williams is a bad Lou Williams is a bad Lou Williams is a bad Lou Williams, yo. <laughs> Shout out. Stat, hashtag stats overbeat cypher. So right now, um, if Aaron Judge wants to come by Studio 34 – we got drinks on you, on, on us, dilly dilly. If Larry Fitzgerald wants to come by, dilly dilly, drinks on us. And if Lou Williams wants to come by, we'll buy him around over here also at Rock and Riley. Lou, Lou Williams, you are officially the man. One, yeah, you so are. So here's the thing. So they're doing, they're putting all these advertisements on the NBA jerseys. You know, okay. you see the little patches yes, or whatever. Yes, okay. I've heard, yes. Do you know who the Clippers are, have a little patch off now? 
Bumble, the app. Do you know what Bumble is? Because you're is out that, the game. I, I, I've been, I, yeah, he's married. Man, he's talking about a married man. It's like Tinder thing. Okay. It's Tinder, but right. what it is is when you match with someone, then the female has to initiate the conversation. So, like, a lot of people okay. like it because, you know, it, it's, um, it changes the dynamic up. It's good for females because, you know, they don't get inundated with, like, dick pics. Right. Oh, okay, all right. And it's good for the guys because listen, if a girl is gonna holler at me, it's my lucky day. Well, I mean, if you're—I was just gonna say—if you're a guy, like I, I would actually kind of like this better because I mean, right. all right, you, say, you give your pluses and whatever. But if the girl gets, she has to get back to you, so she has to exactly. make the effort, and that so, makes you feel like. All right, so, what do you cares. think about Lou Williams being a spokesman for the uh, Bumble uniforms? Well, Lou Williams <laughs> has the same problem I do. He's oh, really? he has a bigger problem than I do. I'm only taken by my wife. He's got two. He's got two. One on each arm. I mean, I know it's big things over there. So I wanted to make sure that we 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 got that out of there. Okay, uh, but here's what we here's what we do. You can marinate on it. You can yeah, marinate on it. It's it's okay. Um, what we also do here, uh, for all of our friends here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Network. We put the fun in functional sports radio. So here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. If you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, you know that one of the things we also do is we critique athletes who rap. We critique okay. athletes who rap. There's a lot of rap athletes out there who think they can rap all the way back. We were talking all the way back in the day to Shaq. Yeah. He had a little battle with Kobe. He was with the Fuchnickens back in the day. A lot of people talk about Dame Dollar, Damian Lillard. You know, I'm rocking the Rotoware right now. Our guy Kenneth Cashman out there at Rotoware. He does the verses out there. We had Young Kaz. We had a we had this crew uh, during the football season, Benny. Mm-hmm. They call themselves the Trap Game Maestros. Okay. They would do a rap remix of like a real legit rap song uh-huh. every week with like legit what happened in fantasy football that week. That's awesome. And they would also always sample my voice from the fantasy freestyle as the intro to the song. Okay. So we played it every week. It was That's awesome. Yeah, it was incredible. Like Forgot Amare instead uh-huh. of Forgot About Dre. Okay. Um, they had something with uh, Ingram and Kamara to like some Dirty South kind of thing. It was okay. awesome. It was awesome. So they're up there. But what we do is we critique rapping athletes. Everybody from Cole Beasley to Le'Veon Bell. And so we got um, Danny. Are we down there in the fantasy pit of misery? Do we still have Mike Florio? We still got Danny Otto. Who do we got down there in the pit of misery? No, Florio, just me. All right, how you doing there, Danny Otto? How we feeling? Kind of lonely down here. There's there's nobody talking to me in the chat room. There's nobody talking to you in the chat room? Is, is, what about Strong Style? I don't know where Strong Style is. I'm oh, that's scared. unfortunate. The Stats Over Beat Cypher is not representing this week. You know, it's cold. It's that, it's that downtime. Maybe they're filling out their March Madness brackets. But here's what we're going to do, Danny, because we got a special guest here. We got my man, the 1099G, Benny Riccardi, FSWA Basketball Writer of the Year with us. And I know that he's, he's kind of like me. He's an old school hip-hop head, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to be able to have him uh, help us critique this next song. And we're doing it. I don't know. I could be breaking other news to you, Benny. Um, unfortunately, um, Craig Mack passed away today. Oh, no. No more flavor. No in your more ear. flavor in your ear. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna pour a little bit out, and we're gonna honor Craig Mack uh, today by playing some of the rapping athletes. So you okay? To, we're ready to do that, Danny. We are ready. We are ready. So uh, you're going to play a little bit. This is Melvin Ingram, pass rusher of the Los Angeles Chargers, okay? And he says that he is the best rapping athlete out there right now. So what we're going to do is, Danny, what do we have, about 30 seconds or so, a little little clip, some verses? 
Yeah, a little bit less than 30 seconds. That's all right. We'll 20. get a taste of it. Yeah. All right. And uh, we're going to play it. And you can play it oh, so we could all can hear and stuff like that. We'll are, hear it in our ears. Are we going to do this like the voice style? Like, should we turn around? Ooh. Then, turn around when it's. That's you why. Know, see, we, Benny, we got to have you back maybe for yeah. all these rapping athlete segments. That's um, it. No, I think what we just do is we eviscerate it afterwards. All right, fair enough. Let's all right. So that's what we're going to do. Danny, let's, uh, let's make that pop. Melvin Ingram of the Chargers. He's the best out there. Let's hear it. Ten toes down on the front line. I ain't never take a break when it was lunchtime. I walked through some dark days to see the sunshine. But now it's diamonds in the forms, yeah, it's time. I put the blood, sweat, and tears to make the big lead. Combine the risk and reward, it was risky. I grind oh, that's all we got, Danny? That's all we got. That's all we got because, you know, we got to be for the kids. It's a PG-13. Okay. Fair enough. It's a PG-13 kind of show. And just to get you caught up, Benny, mm -hmm. a lot of the rapping athletes these days, they do that southern, what we call lazy rap. They're just saying the same thing over and over again and like that trap music. I don't okay. like that. This guy at least was putting together a little bit of a rhyme scheme. Yeah. I don't I mean, eh, where do you think he falls? I think it was kind of Drake meets Tupac. Drake meets Tupac, Drake, huh? It was a little Drake meets Tupac because he, he had a little bit of like the, you know, the Tupac voice yeah, reflection I, I, in He there. did have the voice. Do you think... The voice also, I'm going to evoke another old name. He had yeah. a little Scarface-ish. Okay, yeah. To I it, a little that, that deep raspy. That. Yeah. To I it, okay, so there's your two, and then where's the Drake? And then the Drake is like the, the, the way he was, the, the way the lyrics were flowing. Oh, little, you know. the flow of Drake, yes. but the raspiness of Tupac. Yeah. That's, that's a ringing endorsement. Hey, Danny, what did you think about Melvin Ingram? Nobody's talking to you down there in the pit of misery. I'll talk to you. I appreciate that. Uh, I liked him better than Drake. I'll say that. Better than Drake. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Uh, you've heard a lot of these other rappers that we've had on, though, Danny. We've had, uh, you know, who have we had? We had Cole Beasley rapping. Cole Be like the wide receiver yes, from Dallas? Yes, the wide receiver from the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Yes. Um, hey, Danny, can we get a little Cole Beasley? I think he's in that. He's in there as well. Um, maybe we can get him a little bit later on. If you could find the Cole Beasley, maybe as the outro. But yeah, we had some Cole Beasley. We had okay. some Le'Veon Bell. I've we, heard the Lev Bell raps. I've heard some okay. of the Lev Bell We have raps. Nick Gordon, middle infielder of the uh, Minnesota Twins, D. Uh, Gordon's little brother. Oh, okay. I have not oh, heard yeah. that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a lot. We'll put you on. We'll put you on every Tuesday. Hashtag Stats Over Beat Cypher right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Yeah, anytime you want to come by, Benny, and be a, and be a judge of a rapping athlete. I, I, I'm always down, and whenever my wife allows me out of the house, I'm here. Fair enough, fair enough. That's how we do it. The last thing I want to do, because I, I'm so overjoyed to have a guy like Benny here, because, you know, we could talk about old school rap, we could break down the free agency moves, we could talk about... Uh, by the way, do you think Houston can beat Golden State in the Western Conference? Yes. Yeah? Yes. You think they need home, field, uh, home court in order to do it? I, I think home court, I honestly think home court is a little overrated in the NBA. Really? Yeah, I do. I really do. I, I mean, I think because I'm. So you be think honest. they would be able to go into Oracle in Game Seven of the Western Conference Finals and beat the Warriors? This being the Rockets. Listen to me. What it comes down to, especially in the playoffs, is who you got finishing. Who's your, who's your finisher? Who's your closer? And you know what? When you have Chris Paul and James Harden, you, that'll work. You got closers. You got guys who the right. moment, and then it becomes a make or miss league. They could be playing. They could be playing that game on the moon. It's not going to make a difference to those two guys. If you give James Harden the ball with a chance right. to win the game, you give Chris Paul the ball with a chance to win the game. They don't care if they're in it's Oracle. Either gonna happen they don't or care not. if they're in the schoolyard. They don't care. Their competitors are going to go and compete. That's the, I think what the big thing is that the, that the Rockets have now that they didn't have last year is they have a second piece. 
Right. Because it's not all just about James Harden. Right. And that's what teams and did to Paul, last a driven years. Paul, who's never been to the conference finals. Yeah. And has this opportunity. You know, I mean, they're they're hungry. They're playing well. They have a lot of talented players around them. That, that, that What they have around them that's really good, they have guys that play roles. Like Trevor Ariza, you know, Emba Mute, P.J. Sure. Tucker. Go, go play Ryan defense. Ryan Anderson. Go play like defense and, and hit a corner three if we right. kick it to you. That's what we and need be happy about that. And you know what? Those guys are all happy doing that. They go out, they play defense, they rebound. Isn't they Clint Capella basically a DFS stud because you can count on 12 rebounds out of him? For who? Capella. Oh, yeah. I love, Clint, here, here's the, here's the trick with Clint Capella. Here, we're going to give you guys a little bit of free Listen advice. Listen to the man. Today. All right? Nene Hilario hasn't played a back-to-back since he was in Brazil when he was 20 years old. So anytime Nene plays the front end of the back-to-back, he's going to sit the back end. Mm. That's when you play Capella because he gets an extra three or four minutes. Okay. If Nene's sitting on the front end, you're going to get a good game out of Capella most of the time on the front end of it. And then you sit him on the back end. Soak it up that usage. Soak it up those rebounds that aren't there. And the extra minutes and all that. So you want, like you said, when Capella gets those, when Nene sits, Capella gets 13, 14 Mm -hmm. rebounds instead of 12. But that's what makes him a stud. And especially with the pace that that team plays at and him being the only big guy with, with Ryan right. Anderson hurt now. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to like Clint Got to like him. Got to like him. So, listen, Benny Riccardi does, in fact, think that the Rockets can, uh, you know, upset the apple cart in the Western Conference. The last thing I wanted to do with you, Benny, before we get on out of here, the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Network with your boy, Dane Martinez, Bees the Spitting Statistician, Stable Genius, Vocal Minority. Um... You like a vocal minority, I like that. right? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's that. good. It's good. Yeah. Um, I bring in Benny because you know we we we're the same era. You know, not this millennial mm-hmm. stuff. Not this millennial stuff. We remember about having a Walkman. You know, yeah. things of that nature. One of the things we also remember. I remember where I was in 1994 when they interrupted the Knicks Rockets NBA Finals game to to chase the white Bronco. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the free agency, right? And this is all right now hypothetical because the league year starts tomorrow. Right, okay? right, of course. I don't know if you saw this, man. Uh-oh. Did you see this OJ thing on last night on oh, Fox? Oh, he hypothetically oh my God. killed his wife, yo, how, he yo, how him and his boy would have done it? Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, so this, this was is, disturbing. You, I'm watching it with the unicorn, uh-huh. right? Okay. And he's literally, he's, you know... The disclaimer, this is a hypothetical. Right, right. And then he goes into this place. It was straight first person. He was yes. like, and then I took the knife. And then he was be like, and then I had to take the dirty clothes and go through my neighbor's tennis court. And it's straight confessing. Yes. It, it was it was it was disturbing. So bro. if I'm not mistaken, it was disturbing. This was actually filmed though, like in 10, 2006. Okay, yeah, so I was gonna has, say like yes. ten years ago. Like, You're absolutely right. right. Yeah, yeah, so here's the thing: okay. there was this book that he was coming out with. Right, if I remember. I, I, remember, the whole, I remember the whole. All thing, yeah. hypotheticals, yeah. just like Kirk Cousins going to the Vikings right now. Yes. Hypothetical. If if they want to fully guarantee his deal right now, right? Okay, so he had this book deal, and the Goldman family. Sued yep, him I to prevent this. the release of this successfully. Uh-huh. That's why it never came out. Uh-huh. Okay, and now you know OJ's free man on parole. Right. Maybe we get some ratings out of the deal. All of a sudden, this this lost footage comes back out. Mm-hmm. Yo, dude. A, they go through all of these like issues of domestic violence with him early, before. Right, right. And then he he straight up describes how he how he committed this murder. And he's a free man. Why doesn't someone go up to him right now and be like, he had this like alter ego, this friend uh-huh. named Charlie. Yes. And he was like, and Charlie was there being like, we gotta get out of here, man. Charlie Murphy. Yo, it, it was straight up. It was it was it was um it was just like our commander in tweets. 
yes. right now. Okay, he was like, and believe me, yeah, and trust me. It's the, it was the same tells as like the same like narcissistic image conscious, yeah. only comparing about like the perception of you know of the public of me. Mm-hmm. You know, it, he apparently got out of the Ford Bronco because he heard Dan Rather giving him negative press on the news. And he was like, I got to get out of here and correct this. But this was straight up crazy. And for someone yeah. of our ilk, of our generation, I was watching this dumbfounded. Now, see, and, and here's the the weird thing is, like, we were, because we're, we're about the same age. Sure. We were a little bit. 21. A little bit. Like, to, wait, I'm only 20. 18, I, my actually, bad. Wait, no, 21. Hey, I'm sorry. 21, dilly, dilly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, we were a little bit after the O.J. Simpson era. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, we caught the tail end of it when we were little, but it wasn't yeah. like, he wasn't like the guy, like, we grew up like the Barry Sanders era, the Emmett sure. Smith era. You right, know right, what I right. mean? Like, he was a little bit ahead of us, but yes. it was even weirder because, like, you would see, like, your parents or your uncles that mm-hmm. were big sports guys. Yeah. And, like, they talked about O.J. Simpson, like... He's like O.J. Simpson was, and then a he god. had like, like the you know, the Hertz commercials, and he was in movies, and all that, yeah, right? You know. so. It would be like, I mean, it'd be like if Ray Lewis. Oh wait, no, forget right. that. So forget I mean, that. You, may, you, you said before. I mean, we we kind of were talking about how it's the hypothetical with Kirk Cousins, right? 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 right. So, so let me ask you a question then. So the Jets aren't out of this yet because if the glove doesn't fit, you must in Minnesota that he's yeah. still on the market. You never right? know. I mean, we saw it with Josh McDaniels. Hey. We saw it with, Deand- with DeAndre Jordan a few years ago. You we'll know. see. Free agency is official tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then what's going to happen on the late week episode of the Fantasy Freestyle, we will definitely break down everything, whether it's Cousins to Minnesota, Keenum to Denver. Yes, on Twitter, I put on the poll. Yes, I put Detroit by accident. Thank you to everybody in the hashtag Stats Over Beat Cypher <laughs> and all the, uh, the trolls that are out there. But check this out. We do have a poll up right now, Benny. And I did ask, like, which was the best fit? Uh, is it maybe Bridgewater to the Jets? Is it uh, Keenum to Denver? Cousins in Minnesota? Bradford in, uh, you know, Bradford in Arizona? Right now, 70% of people love Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. You think I they're mean, a potential NFC, you know, you know you potential take, uh, champion contender. You take a team With that, New Orleans, say LA, yeah, Philly will be there you, again. You take a team that has all weapons already and you improve... Like that's what you got to do. If you're a good team, but not you didn't get to the promise. That's what land, we were saying. You put that. That's the cherry on top. You gotta. You have to. You have to go and get players to play positions that are better than the guys that you had there. Yeah. That's how you improve. And you it's, think this is an upgrade science. ultimately? And I do think that Kirk. I mean, again, and I'm not knocking the season that that Case cousin that Keenum Case Keenum had last year. He had say a good that five season. times fast. But Kirk, yeah, try to say Case Keenum, Kirk Cousins. Case <laughs> you know, Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback. So. And, and the way that they're going to use him, because, again, they want to be a passing team. They yeah. only ran so much last year yeah. because it worked. Yeah, and Dalvin Cook know. out of the backfield. Oh, God, they're going like, to be, gonna be really good. good. And they don't have the pressure of potentially hosting the Super Bowl. That Well, that's true. And you, you know, know what? what? Put it this way. Next year, when the new Madden comes out... You're going to be going online and seeing a lot of people using the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, absolutely. Yo, thanks for stopping by for the Fantasy Freestyle. You have fun? Oh, always, man. Always. Yeah, well, we'll have you back come baseball season uh, a little bit to talk about the juiced baseball, yeah. you know, and the to hum- talk about this new. And also, yeah, got to keep them in the humidors. And also, like, does Didi break up the righty power? Is it Greg Bird that breaks up the righty power? Who breaks up the righty power for these new bombers? Hey, this is a question that I've Does been... Does Judge I've been, hit leadoff? I've been talking for a while about this exact same question. I mean... You I gotta love, go Gardner, then I, Judge, then what? Didi or Bird? Because you gotta you split gotta them go, up. I think it's gonna wind up being Bird, and Didi's gonna hit fifth. I don't want Didi, Didi fifth? fifth, man. And I then that Didi would push hitting. Sanchez... 
Do do you do you hit Didi second? But then what do you do? No, I go Gardner, Judge. I go Gardner, Judge, Bird, Stanton, Didi Sanchez. Yeah, Yeah, Gary Sanchez in the six hole. Ooh wee. Yeah, I mean, put it this way. The one thing I can say as a Yankees fan is it's a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there'll be some offense. Good problem to have. Thank you. There'll be some offense. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Derek Jeter. You can alienate all the Marlins fans. It's all good. You know you have a home here. All right, that's my time for my man Benny Ricardi. Remember, follow him at br at Benny R eleven. Benny R eleven. Check him on Guru Elite as well. Hooking you up, helping you win that cash in the NBA. I'm your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, the Stable Genius, and Vocal Minority. And this has been another episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. Big shout to Danny Otto down there in the pit of misery. Check out his show popping off a little bit later on this week. I'll see y'all later. Hit me up at Spittin' Speeds. I'm out. Peace. All right. I never heard that before. Putting rappers on Oh, that's, 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 that's you? That's yeah. good. Dude, that, I like that line. That's Chronicle. Yeah, I like that line. That's Chronicle. And I would play like my old rapper. Uh, on the way out. Yeah. Yeah.